Alright, so I decided to do this silly little video because I've got nothing better to do with my time and I'm waiting for something. So I'm going to be doing a console tier list that I found on Tier List Maker. This seems to be the best one out of all the ones I've seen. So yeah, it has some stuff here that don't necessarily count as consoles, like the Commodore 64. I don't, I don't think that's really a console. But... Well, let's just, let's just fucking do this, alright? So, first one is the 3DS. Apparently here is the 3DS XL. Um, I mean, the 3DS has a great library, but for me it doesn't beat the DS. So, I'll, I'll give it an excellent for what it is. Then, um, is that the Philips CDI? I don't know, I haven't tested it. The Atari 2600. It was, you know, what basically got modern gaming going with interchangeable cartridges. We've, we've already had that before, but it was the 2600 that really got things rolling. But the thing is, if you're going to play the 2600 nowadays, it's just, there's not a lot of fun to be had there. There are, there are some good games like Kaboom, uh, River Raid stuff like that the port of pac-man if you can tolerate it but nowadays it's nothing much more than a curiosity unless you just want to have a good dose of nostalgia so i'll be giving it a meh and i don't know i think that's a 5200 that's that's trash really that, that was just a bad upgrade i think that is the 7800 i think i'm not sure but it's also a meh. They tried to compete with the NES. Didn't really work out. I haven't tested this one out. I think that's the ColecoVision, right? I'm not too sure. Commodore 64. It was affordable. Had a great library of games. And taught a lot of people how to program. And do all sorts of cool stuff. So for me, the Commodore 64 really belongs in good. It, it was a good system. And the Dreamcast. Man, it had lots of good games. It was very innovative in the things that it was doing. It had internet. It had, you know, a web browser. You could use a keyboard and a mouse to play some games. It was it was an incredible console. And the, the Dreamcast is just still such, so, so amazing. But I can't give it a masterclass uh, ranking. Simply because it lost to the PS2, there's no way it could have com it could have competed. The graphics weren't up to snuff, so it's excellent. And then the DS Masterclass, of course, the game library, the input method, and the backwards compatibility with the Game Boy Advance is it's Masterclass. Sure, you can get a backwards compatibility on the 3DS if you hack it, but the DS came with that by default, and I used it a lot. And also, it's just, it was innovative. And the Game Gear, it's a good console. Batteries don't last very long unless you have the battery pack. But it's essentially a portable master system. There's not much to complain here. The Game Boy, it's, it's excellent, really. The, the format, it was small enough, but also big enough so that it didn't really... 
it, it wasn't really a hassle. It was pretty good to uh, to carry around and play it. So I'm giving it an excellent. The uh, game library was also great. It's where you got stuff like Pokemon. You also had the Dragon Quest games in there. Well, I'm actually not sure if they were there or the Game Boy Color. But on that note, I'm also giving the Game Boy Color an excellent because I see it as just a variety of Game Boy, uh, not really a separate console. Then the GameCube. I've only played this one once in my life. But I know the library is good. The controller is also good. But I can't give it much more than a good. Because that's just the experience I've had with it. The Game Boy Advance. This right here is an excellent console. And I think I'm gonna run out of space, aren't I? That's weird. Well, it's an excellent console. But wait a second. It goes down to good because of the GBASP. That's the ultimate console form factor. It's so small, so tiny, and it can run so many great games from that era. I just, I just love it. I just love it. I think it's, I think it's great. I've, I've owned like five of them, and it's just a beautiful little console with great games. The Atari Jaguar haven't tested it. Lynx haven't tested it. I think maybe that's the ColecoVision? I'm not sure. I haven't tested it. That, that, haven't tested that one. That is the Sega Mark II, I think. Uh, is it? I'm not sure. I'm going to skip this one and go for the Master System, which is a masterclass. Just what Sega was able to do with this console with 8-bit you know with, with its 8-bit power it, it was great it was honestly great and that looks like a genesis to me but uh well you know what i'm gonna keep this here and this here as well because if these are just models then it doesn't really matter but the genesis the masterclass console it's it's how sega just came in swinging and just hit Nintendo right in its face. Nintendo 64. It's a great console, has great games. It's it's good, but I don't know. I I just don't feel like it deserves more than a good because compared to the PS1, it just doesn't win. I'm sorry. That's a 3DO, if I'm not mistaken. Haven't tested it. Wish I could. Neo Geo Pocket Color. I haven't tested this one, but I did play its entire library once. I was very curious. And honestly, pretty good console. I've seen videos of the uh, analog stick on this thing, and it, it just... It looks great to use. Nokia Engage. Haven't tested it. Wish I had. But it looks very interesting. Uh, I don't know what this one is. Uh, that's the PlayStation 1. Masterclass. It was my second console ever. After the Super Nintendo. And it's just... Again, incredible library of games. Very good hardware. It was beaten by the N64, of course. And beaten by the Sega Saturn. When you're talking about 2D performance. But it was incredible. There was nothing else like it, and it was what 
ushered in the revolution of gaming that we're still living through. The PlayStation 1 and the PlayStation 2 were both responsible for this. And the PlayStation 3, it's excellent. Um, I don't know, it's just... I feel like the 360 was the masterclass here because of its online capabilities and everything it could do. Not to mention that Microsoft just had, you know, better support, it seems, for online and stuff like that. Uh, the PS3 sure had great games, but as a multi-plat machine, I would take the 360 any day of the week. Uh, sure, it loses out in Japanese games, which I play a lot, but it's a great it's a great console, it's better than the PS3, in my opinion. I've owned both, I've owned multiple of both. And I just gotta say that the 360 is just the better one here. PS4. Oh boy. <laughs> I've owned two of these. Mm. That's hard, man. Oh. Holy shit. It's excellent. The design is incredible. The games are great. Way better than the exclusives we had on the PS3. And the PS3 already had incredible exclusives. The online experience was, was not, not increased. It was uh, made a lot better. And just, uh, just the design, man. No, just because of the design, I'm giving this a masterclass rating. I know I've, I've given a lot of consoles a masterclass rating, but just because of the design of the PS4, it was mwah, top notch. PS5, though, it's good. It's good. It still has a ways to go. I We still have to see if we're going to get a pro console or a slim console. For now... It's a good console. It has good games. It, I'm glad it has backwards compatibility with the PS4, even if it doesn't with all the PlayStation consoles. Something that Microsoft wins in there. But yeah, it's good. It's good, and it and it is beautiful. That that I must say. But it's just too big. Um, first time I've seen one of these, I was like. That's not going to fit in my desk. Legit. It, it won't fit in my desk. I'd have to pick up something like a bench and just put it in the bench separate from everything else because it's too big. PSP is excellent. And the only reason why I'm giving it an excellent is because the PS Vita is a masterclass console. And yes, you can make fun of me for this. I don't give a crap. The, the Vita... It had so many great games. It had such good graphics for the time it came out, especially when you compare it to its competition, which is a 3DS. It, it was incredible. And the reason why I'm putting it in a masterclass is because it can play PSP games, PS1 games. It has tons of PS2 remasters. It, it even has a couple of AAA type games. It, it's it's great. It's honestly an incredible console. 
Now the Sega Saturn here. Whew. Is it better than the N64? No, I'd say it's on par with the N64. I just had to burp there, I'm sorry. Um, the Saturn offered experiences that were, that were way different from anything else you had at the time. And for that alone, I have to put it in good. Not excellent, not masterclass, because the architecture was too hard to develop for. And Sega was just a mess back then, so it didn't get the support it deserved. The 32X coming out at the same time, mm, that really screwed things up, didn't it? Super Nintendo, it's a masterclass of a console together with the, uh, the Mega Drive. Uh, I did a Console Wars post about these two and they tied. Um, they, they are both incredible at the things they do. They both have very different Pro propositions because their game libraries are very different and their hardware is very different but I feel like the um, Super Nintendo and the Genesis are both really good and don't really compete they're both they both have their own strengths which is I guess something you could say about the 360 and the PS3 as well and but yeah I still believe this is the best and then the switch uh it's good honestly it's not mad it's not trash but it's not excellent either uh it's it's just mm, i don't know man it has a lot of great games but the hardware is very underpowered and Nintendo is the real problem here. I'm going to be honest with you. Nintendo is what is keeping me from giving this an, uh, a rating that's any higher. It's it's just the pricing. It's way too high for what it is. And the games cost way too much. That is true at least for where I live. You know. Uh, I live in Brazil. So gaming is already expensive. Nintendo just makes things just makes things way worse the Wii U it was a good console I'm not taking into um, I'm not taking into uh, what would you what would you say like uh, I'm not counting the Wii backwards compatibility here I'm talking about the Wii U's own merits it was a great console but it failed because of Nintendo's lack of support. The confusing naming, obviously, because Wii U. That sounds like a. Uh, that sounds like uh, an accessory. And yeah, but the games themselves were actually pretty good. I I had a Wii U. I had two Wii U's in my life. They were both really great machines, especially if you hack them. Then you could play Wii games and GameCube games really quite easily. But it's just good. It's just good. Um, the Wii was, uh, was an excellent console. Simply because you could play the GameCube games. And then there were a lot of good Wii games. Xenoblade Chronicles. You had Zelda Twilight Sword. You had Zelda 
No, not Twilight Sword. It's Twilight Princess. Zelda's Skyward Sword. Mario Kart Wii. You had Super Mario Galaxy. Super Mario Galaxy 2. New Super Mario Brothers Wii. You had Kirby. It was really quite great and really, really affordable. It was a really affordable way to get into the seventh generation of gaming. It's what the Series S is doing right now for the ninth generation. And talking about Series S... Uh, well, not not yet. We have the Xbox One to go through. This is the Xbox One X. Uh, it's good. It started out as a meh console, the Xbox One, not the, the One X. But then it became good because of Microsoft's offering, because of the price going way too low. The, these things, you could find them for barely anything. And... Yeah, they they just became good consoles because of Microsoft's extended support and, you know, taking out Don Matrick, putting in Phil Spencer. That saved the brand and it made the Xbox One quite a tolerable, tolerable good little console. Um, I've owned at least three of these the, towards the years, throughout the years, and I like them. But because of the launch, can't put them anywhere but good. Then we have the series. I'm counting both series X and S here. They are absolutely excellent, but don't really break into the masterclass. Um, yeah, it's better than the PS5, in my opinion, because of retro, retro compatibility. Uh, you also have dev mode for emulators. You can do lots of cool stuff with an Xbox series but it's it's lacking first-party titles and so what you have is a great extensive backwards compatible library but it's just lacking those hard right hard hard raw oh my god hard hitting exclusives that's what it's lacking. I'm not going to even edit this video. That, that shit's coming in. Um, and it, it's, it's really unfortunate. But I think Microsoft might be able to still turn this around. This will definitely not be the best selling console of this generation. It'll stay in third place after the PS5 and after the Nintendo Switch. But because of all the things you can do, it's excellent. But because of all the things it lacks, it's not in the master class. And yeah. And the last console on the list that I know of, the original Xbox, it's a master class console. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, it's master class. Because it's what introduced online gaming to consoles for many, many people. It's what gave real competition to Sony, it's what, you know, gave us great games like Halo, Fable, it put Morrowind in a goddamn console, it put Half-Life 2 in a 6th generation console, how's that even possible? The Xbox is a master class of a console, and if you hack it, it becomes absolutely incredible, even to this day. And it's not even that expensive, honestly. You can find these things for $150 down here. They are great. So that's it. 
That's my list. It's weird that I didn't put anything in shit. I guess the 5200 can go there. So yeah. Thanks for watching and listening to my bad takes. Uh, hopefully I'll have another video up sometime soon. That's better than this. This is just quick and dirty. Bye-bye.